Holy shit, Ben, it's Spooky Monday. It's time for a book club. Oh, man. We're getting together and we're talking about one more spooky book before October is over. I am Sparks Witty. I am joined, of course, by Ryan Eliopoulos. I'm here for a hoot and a holler. And, of course, Ben Magnet. I'm ready for Spooky Month. I don't want Spooky Month to be over. And, uh, yeah, me too. And lovingly, uh, Brandon T. McClure is, is back for... Uh, a recording with us, which is great. As always, I am more than happy for Spooky Month to be over. Ah, nobody's perfect. <laughs> you have like extra hatred this year. <laughs> I know, like yeah, this year you really bad. You, you do. Have you it. did your, you did yourself no favors in like trying to like Spooky Season a bit more. Yeah. Oh well, it's almost over. Yeah. Uh, uh, how dare you? Um, we're here to talk about Halloween, uh, which is an original graphic novel from Moss Lawton, uh, both artist and writer. Um, uh, I followed them for a while on uh, Twitter and Instagram because they, uh, it's, it's perfectly right here. Um, they have been a story artist for uh, Netflix, Nickelodeon, Disney, DreamWorks, and Warner Brothers on projects like Invader Zim, Enter the Florpus, Troll Hunters, Rise of the Titans, and Monsters at Work. Um, yeah, I, uh, I that totally makes sense now. So I've been yes. so I've been a person who's been following like a lot of the the art stuff that they were sharing for a while. So when they had their original graphic novel coming out, I was like, oh dang, that's really cool. I'd love to pick that up. I love Halloween shit, and they're really cool with the art that they make. So that's what we're doing. How'd you guys feel? Let's get some first impressions. Did you say Troll Hunters, Rise of the Titans? Yeah. Very cool. Uh, I like that movie quite a bit, except for the very, very, very ending uh, when they ruined the whole thing. But anyway, um, mm. I thought this was a freaking delight. I really liked this. Thank God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is, yeah. I will agree. This is a delight. Uh, uh, I take so many pictures of like, oh, this is fun. This is cool. And then there, I literally have a hundred pictures and it's just the entire book. Sure. Uh, this <laughs> is you always pick these fun like indie books all the time and i wish i picked more but i'm just too much of a, a marvel a marvel slut so like i i won't i will only pick marvel comic books uh but this was so delightful i also uh love halloween and what i love about halloween is if we look at just the last week of of the halloween stuff we've consumed we've done a john carpenter movie which is a rated r horror movie we've done slaughterhouse which is a horror comedy we've done uh what did we what's uh, what we know we've done something else besides that too um, Five Nights at Freddy's, Five Nights at Freddy's which, Rob Zombie Halloween, which is a kids horror movie. Rob Zombie's, which is a hardcore Halloween movie, and now this, which is like more spoopy than spooky, and it all counts. That's why I love Halloween. Unlike a lot of all holidays, I don't care about. Like, there's a lot of variety with Halloween. It's really great, and this was such a delight to read. I love the characters. The art is so fun. I I was literally imagining like, man, this could be a Disney cartoon, and, and kids would eat it up. Uh, I have no qualms with this book. Every time I thought I knew what like the antagonist was gonna be, it like I thought it was gonna be the ghost lady. Not really. I thought it was gonna be like Kyle, the jock. Not really. And it just kept progressing. And I'm like, man, like it's keeping me on my toes. I loved it. Love this book. Yeah. Ben, I didn't like it. I, I absolutely freaking loved it. Oh, I was about to say I'm gonna beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna come to my house and beat and beat the shit. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the ring and get through your teeth. <laughs> yeah. 
So that would be wild from my screen, by the way, if you think about it, because you would just disappear and that would all be all I see is this you disappearing. You need to update the computer for for the rain effects to take place. Ryan just goes out of his screen into mine. I go, ah, but no, it's like bad. It's it's like bad old video game polygon effects. So, like, you see Ryan disappearing as he comes into this camera, but from Ben's angle, you just see like inside of Ryan. (laughs) All it is is like the inside of his shirt because that's all it can load in. Ryan's all, he's just all hollowed out but yeah i absolutely loved this book it was an absolute blast to read um i felt like i was reading a disney channel halloween movie and i loved like the disneyland the disneyland the disney channel halloween specials the nickelodeon halloween specials like every year when i was a kid grow i I felt like this should have been a special for as a kid when i was a kid as i mean look Halloween Town was a event in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, I made it an event. I made mm-hmm. decorating for a Halloween event. Like this, it, to me, perfectly encapsulates on what Halloween is. It's fun. You have spoopy monsters everywhere. It's not pure horror. I mean, there are, you know, are parts of it that are a little scary, but it's mostly fun. It's classic monsters without doing like any sort of hardcore horror tropes or whatever it was just the whole vibe of the book was something that just completely um like chilled with me where it was like this is the halloween entertainment i want Mm -hmm. this was everything i wanted in a halloween comic Mm -hmm. book and i got it and i want more i don't want to push it but Damn it! What did I, I have a great time? I, with this book? I, I did have a question. Has she? Have they talked about a sequel book? Uh, no, no mention so far. It, this came out this year. This is the new yeah. book. This is very. Oh, this, this is very this year. Makes sense. Yeah, it came yeah. out like twenty twenty. Just just a few months ago. Um, but if we, we read the book, the, the end sets up sequel pretty easily. If you ask me, I do. Yeah. I do think it's been selling fairly well. So I'm I'm hopeful that down the road, yes, we'll get a sequel. Um. I, I really hope so. Um, piggybacking off what Ben was saying, uh, yeah, I think this is like the best of the Scooby-Doo kind of stuff that you can get. Um, it's in that vein. Uh, the the uh, contemporary that I kept coming to that that I felt like the vibe of this, you guys are comparing a lot to like, you know, the, the, the Disney cartoons and things like that. Halloween time. For me, uh, it was the spooky episodes of Gumball. This was like right in the same wheelhouse as mm-hmm. um, Amazing World of Gumball's spookiest episodes uh, with its humor, with its characters, um, the way that it was doing it, it. It really landed in that space. All that to say, like, I, I love that kind of stuff. So I love this. Um, this is the kind of uh, Halloween comic graphic novel that I wish existed when I was small, um, mm-hmm. because this this is the kind of shit I would latch on to so hard. Um, I think the characters are really well established as as what they are. Uh, very iconic very quickly uh for their vibe i like the the skater angle mm-hmm. um of how they interact with each other uh and the pretense of how they set up their world about witches and and all the kind of the hallow lands there's there's grander question world questions about it but it's not the focus no. all it is is about her feeling like she's alone yeah and they and sprinkle in enough really well. yeah they sprinkle yeah, in enough for like keeps it intriguing we don't get a lot of information about why there aren't a lot of witches anymore. Why Gwen's the only, for all intents and purposes, as far as we know, the only witch um, around right now. And we don't really get an answer to why that is, but the question is posed in this book um, and kind of like in, in kind of in a way that's like, well, we don't actually know, which leaves the question for another, which you could establish in another book. Like why is Gwen the only one? Um, what happened? Salem witch trials. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I really. I also wanted to mention I really love the character designs. I think they're great. I do oh, too. Yeah. Um, I think I think they're all they're really distinct and they're strong. I think the paneling is really uh, creative mm-hmm. throughout the book, um, and the coloring is so uh, magnetic. I just Pops. really like looking at it. Yeah. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's visually stunning, especially whenever any of the magic or or spooky stuff is going on. Um, some of the some of the character designs in particular, like I really love Esther. Is that her name, Esther? Mm-hmm. The oh ghost. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the grandma. She looks great, and I love yeah. I love when she's just like receded to the mirror and dealing with them, and she's just like, I just want you out of my house. Yeah, mm-hmm. like <laughs> I just kind of don't want you to be here. <laughs> but I mean, fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, I I I love that vibe too. I also like you thought that by the time we hit Esther, I was like, oh, she's gonna be like our problem that we're gonna yes. deal with now. They're gonna unite with the the normies, mm-hmm. uh, and then it was like, nah, she's just chill. <laughs> she's just there. <laughs> I mean, see, the problem with in the mirror. taking so many would, pictures is I don't know what I'm looking for now. I would say she's not. I would say Esther's not just chill, but she's just like you know that grumpy neighbor who just accepts her fate or accepts the fact that. Um, you know, it's a good comparison to her, like a very early in the film up, uh, Carl. Sure. Like he he doesn't want Russell in his house, but he kind of has to take him in because reasons. Black cat. Bad luck. Seven, seven minutes. Uh, I found the page. Seven years bad luck. Seven years bad luck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Esther is really funny. Uh, and she's constantly just hounding the kids and uh, they have to make like a, like a spell circle so people can't get into the house. And Esther's like, you're tracking mud through my yard. And then Gwen's like, I thought you didn't want kids in your damn house, Esther. And she's like, ah. And then that's what all their interactions are. Cause she's like, I'm gonna yell at you. And it's like, bitch, you're in a mirror. And she's like, yeah, you're right. And I was like, that's really good. There's the, holy, holy cow, real ghost. What's your name? How long have you been dead? I just cleaned that rug 50 years ago. I'm not telling you my damn name. It's yeah. Esther Killinger. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, like the, the whole vibe of this book just it. Um, uh, what's the what's the writer artist name again? Moss Lawton. Moss Lawton nails like the Gen Z sarcastic. There just is like the vibe of kids nowadays. Yeah. I I don't. Yeah. I'm I'm in my thirties. I don't. I'm like hello, fellow kids. I mm-hmm. don't really know how kids act today, but it just hello, feels like youths. this. Yeah, but this book, just like the way that um, Miles, um, oh god, what's the werewolf's name? Uh, oh, good question. Um, I, I forgot I, her name too. Sloan. She's the one I keep forgetting. Sloan. 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 Yeah, yeah. Miles, werewolf. Sloan, and um, Gwen. Gwen. All three of them. I absolutely adore them. I I love how you only see one part of Gwen's eye. You never see her other eye. So it, it, she could be blind in one eye. I don't know. Um, I would legit if I was a kid and had this book, I would le- legitimately had a crush on at least two of these characters. Yeah. I I would legit had a crush on Gwen, hardcore. Um, but yeah, just just the all their in the, the interaction, their interactions are just so pure. Mm-hmm. They're just so pure, and especially when Gwen talks about it, it's like I've waited eleven months for us to hang out for an entire week. Just let me enjoy this. Yeah, the, the I love the premise alone. It's like, yeah, uh, Gwen is this is this you know Halloween lady, you know, kind of like an outcast. Uh, and like Halloween is her time. And in this world, you know, if you know if you have magical powers, you can open the barrier between the Hallowlands and have some spooky men come in. Uh, and those are her BFFs, and that's what she's all about. And for these other characters too, they're just they live in that land, and like they might get tired of it, so they get to come to our world and be a little spooky, and it actually matters. 
Uh, and I think mm -hmm. that's fantastic. And it's a win for both these characters, but they both have problems with each other because Gwen's a little too needy. She's a little too like, take me to your horrible land. She's like, guys, girl, you'll die. You can't. That's why we yeah. come here to hang out with you. And it's yeah, also no, a nice little, uh, little foil between them. One of the things I really appreciate is when a story brings you in into like the middle of the story and you're not lost. Mm -hmm. um, we don't know how Gwen met these two characters. We have mm -hmm. no clue in this story. And you don't need to know it. Um, and I really appreciate that the moment we we the three of them meet in this book, we understand that they have a history together. They mm -hmm. have been friends for a long time. Um, we don't know how long. It doesn't really matter. They've just been friends for a long time. And you get that relationship. And that, that I think, is the most important thing you have to establish from the jump in order for us to be on this journey in this book. And I think they they nail it right away. 100%. Um, <clears throat> I I wanted to say something. Oh, um, like, Brandon, you were I wanted to extrapolate on Brandon's point a little bit because he was saying how when we meet these characters, we're not lost. We, I, while I did have questions, like I did want to know how they met. I want to know what kind of shenanigans they went into, or and and I want to more know more about the Howlands. But this book is written in a way that even though I don't get answers to those questions, I'm not upset about it. Because sometimes when you, you know when you read a book and they're mentioning an event that happens off page or off screen, and you don't get to see it, and it's this huge thing, and you're like, well, is there going to be a sequel where they explain that, or are these? I have all these questions and. I'm not given all these answers and I want those answers. Sometimes it gets annoying. Sometimes it kind of becomes a detriment to the book. Mm -hmm. This on the other hand isn't, and it doesn't make me want to go, Oh God, how this, this didn't answer my questions. I want more. And while I would like some of those questions answers, like I would like to see a, a flashback scene of how all three of them met. I think that would have been adorable. If I don't get it for a while, I'm not going to be upset. Yeah, that's the thing that's really nice about a book like this, that it makes you hunger for more. It doesn't make you think that this book is lacking. You are just saying, I want to be in this world again. Yeah. I want to see another entry in this world. And I'd be mm -hmm. more than happy to support that. It 100%. always gives you it always gives you enough. Like yeah, it, like yeah. whether you have questions or not, it always gives you enough. So you're like, like Ryan, so like you're not hungry. Like, oh no, mm -hmm. like that's perfectly fine. Like, you know, uh, hopefully this book gets a bunch of sequels. Uh, because uh, I think it, it warrants it, especially again, like the ending. Be like, we have a little Grim Reaper man who hates people who leave the land. What are we gonna right. do about that? That's great. Excited. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I think you, everything you guys have said is is really well well put, and I agree with all of it. Um, I I I really like. There's a conciseness to the story, but like you you can sense that everything is more vast than what you're being given here. So there's room. There's room to explore, but there's not a need to explore in this story. And I like it's. <laughs> If, I, if what I'm about to say sounds negative, I promise it's not. It's, it feels very loose. Like, it like it doesn't feel, like, ex extremely... It feels like people just going on a fun adventure and, like, they're not thinking too far ahead. But it's obviously clearly plotted out, but, like, it doesn't feel, like, plot-heavy. It's like, these kids are just mm -hmm. having fun. Oh, let's go haunt this person. Oh, let's go do this thing. Like, it, like, it feels just like I'm going on a fun adventure not knowing where I'm going. And it it kind of feels like... It, real quickly, Sparks. Uh, it, mm -hmm. just, it feels like they're kids kind of like, oh, let's do that. Oh, let's do that. Like, it's written in the way of of being kind of like on the fly on your toes oh i want to yeah. go do this let's go do that uh, you know yeah. it feels very it feels very 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 again like kids you being said kids. in that way yeah, yeah. kids being kids sorry sparks go ahead uh, yeah it's very it's very um teenager teenager voice led and i think that that's captured really well because yeah. it's very much a um we're not really thinking too far ahead because they wouldn't because they're teenagers yeah and like mm -hmm. the only ones who even kind of do 
Miles doesn't because that's more Miles' character. Sloane kind of does, and there's like an implied just wisdom to that. Yeah. But like they're all still so young. Um, mm -hmm. And that that comes across. And so in that like failure to plan ahead uh, because of your your youthful abundance and your your desire for adventure um, and fun, you that's how the story unfolds before them. Uh, and I think that works really well. They're never like um, sitting down making like plans about yeah. what what they need to do to do X Y Z. It's 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 all just like constantly in motion in a way that teenagers are. Yeah. So go ahead, Ben. No, um, to to extrapolate the, your guys's point, um, like when the second that uh, Miles and Sloane get into the human realm and they meet up with Gwen, and she's like, "Oh, where were you, Goobers? I was waiting for." It's like, "Oh yeah, that broke down. We had to go over to the cemetery." And they immediately go skate park, skate park. They just go. Like, they don't like go to her house and they make this extravagant plan that like every second is planned out so she can spend as much time as she can with her friends it's literally they show up and they go just instantly go to the skate park they just that's instantly kind of what go that's kind of fun. what what i think ryan was talking about also in the beginning of this discussion when he said that um you know you never it kind of keeps you on your toes and it keeps you on your toes because of this kind of <laughs> loose aspect of the storytelling because like you're not you don't get the sense that these characters are thinking beyond the next page and be, and while the writer is definitely because this clearly this is a plotted out book um it 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 the sense is there that the writer also is not thinking beyond the next page taking it one page at a time like a teenager would take it one day at a time or in their case one hour at a time at, um, yeah at the, at the gas station uh when they meet like kyle and all those like the jock and all those other guys and they're like they're gonna go to a spooky house oh shit let's go haunt them let's go yeah. be spooky. i know there was a spooky house here yeah and it's like sure like that didn't seem planned it's like oh cool let's do that on our friday night mm -hmm. and you get and you get the sense that like and you get that especially with like gwen who decides to use magic to summon something from the hololands on a whim not not she didn't plan anything she has no plan she's just this is what i'm going to this is the decision i've made now this is what i'm going to do right now because screw consequences screw consequences because again she's a teenager yeah um Ryan bringing up the gas station was a good opportunity for me to point out. There's not often that like Lawton does much in the background as far as like very detailed work for you to see something, but every once in a while it's there. And so the get that that gas stop is like a 7-Eleven. It's called Mr. Stoppies. Come get y'all juice. I, there's another <laughs> one. There's the mall. The mall's called the mall. Yeah, the mall. The mall. Um, Did you also in, notice in Mr. Stoppies? In Mr. Stoppies, Sloan is getting a blaha blast. Blaha. <laughs> Did you also notice that they put in a Suncoast inside the mall for one of the panels? Oh, no, I didn't notice that. I what? Saw, oh, yeah. Um, it's like in the early mall pages. There's mm. a, I think when they're skating around, there's a, I think when they're first skating out and the security guard is chasing them. And yeah, there it is. The, the logo and everything. There's, nice. yep. There it is. Oh, yeah. It's like, there it is. I, I saw that. I'm like, huh. Look wow incredible Very this book has shot up in my estimation way more just um this is the kind of this is the kind of look we have we we live and let me let me let me sit in this moment for a minute <laughs> we we live in a world right now you that become is, nostalgic bitch <laughs> that is predominantly fueled by nostalgia we we everything we get now is almost predominantly fueled by nostalgia all these pop culture all the pop culture is all about the 90s and the 80s and whatnot and never ever 
Do you see a movie set in the 90s where they go to Suncoast? Ever. A comic book. Never once. You never hear about Suncoast. You never hear, you never see a sign anywhere. Ever, ever, ever. And the and I, I cannot believe that offhandedly, Sparks picked probably the only book to come out, probably the only piece of media to come out this year. In in fact, probably in the next in the last five years, to acknowledge the existence of Suncoast. Mm-hmm. This is a freaking sign. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, really good catch, Ben. I, I totally missed that. So great job. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got them all. And I was like, that's, that's the best one. That's really oh, yeah. good. But I love when there's there's little and like, honestly, uh, I, it, because it's an easy read, um, I it, you can you can breeze past some of the stuff a little too quickly. And mm-hmm. there are like some hidden details that are worth picking up, like Suncoast. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the, I want to talk a little bit about, yes, the, the Helsing kids. Um, which I really love a, as a nickname for them, the little health healthy junior Helsing juniors. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, Being I, think a again, hero. I think again, going back to the like teenager thing, um, hero motivation wise, wouldn't 100% work for me generally, but because the teenager voice through the whole story and then through hero um, is so good. Mm-hmm. I buy the way that hero kind of doesn't really think about what they're doing or have a plan on what they're doing and like constantly is stepping in it a little deeper than they mean to, because it's just a, it it really comes down to an obsession of like, I'm right. And I want my blog to be popular. And like, it's, it's those two things. And like everything else is just kind of wishy-washy. And so like hero's not thinking about it a lot and Mm -hmm. that would normally bother me, but like in the context here, it doesn't Um, because again, that teenager voice Mm -hmm. is so well captured uh, for them. Um, I was really surprised we never got a flashback for the for what he was talking about. Yeah, I was too. And like I did find, I'll be honest, like around like the third time that Hero said, uh, four years ago, my dad almost died by swerving the car. And I was like, all right. I mean, like, I don't know, let that go a little bit. Um, like how dramatic are we being teenager? But I also think that's part of the point. Again, yeah, capturing that teenager mm-hmm. voice, like they hold on deal, and it's like, and yeah. it's like it really yeah. isn't though. Yeah, um and- <clears throat> and also to the to um i don't want to say to defend hero a little bit but also he's a kid and even though it's like to him swerving off the side i mean his dad may have been like a swerving his dad was like oh that was that could have been bad and he just what like drive, kept driving he was a little, little kid when it happened or he was smaller it could have been this, yeah. this huge traumatic event like when we look back on things we'll be like huh as an adult that actually wasn't that bad. But when I was yes. a kid, I remember this incident. It was the most traumatic thing in my life. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like it, c- contextually, like the dad's just like, whoa, something in the road. There. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that kid is like, we almost died. My yeah. dad almost died. <laughs> uh, I always appreciate, and it's always sunny, Pepe Silva reference. And that's definitely <laughs> just a time you're coming with me. Uh, I love a good corkboard red line thing. Um, I love B. Uh, she's like like the straight laced one, but she always has her rats on her twenty four hours a day. Yes. Any panel has rats on her, and I think that's great. That's because like that's un- completely unrealistic. But we're doing a fun Halloween book, so she's always hanging out with her rats. I love that. Yeah, I um, I just oh, sorry, I just find it, find it hilarious how she takes care of her rats. And when you see a character who has a pet like like rats, lizards, or you know anything that's not a dog or a cat, and she's constantly talking about how much she hates Halloween. Mm-hmm. I just love how it's something a woman after different. my own heart. 
Yeah, and then uh, um, her whole family is just like Halloween obsessed. And when um the tree and when the trio like when Gwen, Miles, and Sloan are walking through the house and their the kids are doing all these creepy, these crazy Halloween skits, and Miles is all like, "These kids are really talented." Yeah, there's like a chainsaw <laughs> event happening in the background, and it's just like kids going, "It's like it's it's lovely." Yeah. there's a there's a line that I really like um, where it's it's um. The vampire kid, what's in it? Milo? Miles. 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 Um, he says, Besides, I got this. Now I can drink blood on the go. And then Gwen just goes, Blood from where? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about <laughs> it. When she get, puts the glamour spell on Miles and he's all like this, and he's like, Wait, I look like a normie. Do you know what this means? What? We can go to the wall. <laughs> There's a montage. I love a good montage. Yeah. 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 Just them skiing around the arcade. The whole arcade bit was hilarious. And they go to the hot topic, but not hot topic, but hot topic in the glory days mm. before it went not the best. And uh <laughs> and just like a hot topic, a bunch of kids go there and spend a bunch of time there and don't buy anything. So the people in the store get mad at them. Like, yeah. yeah. Now that makes and sense. Like, can you like buy something to kick them out? And then they go to the arcade for a bit, and and Miles is all mad at the crane machine. Just this whole book is just it's we've been saying it a lot, but it is such a vibe, and it's such a fun vibe. And it's not a fish out water story where all these kids were where Miles and Sloan are like experiencing things in the human world for the first time. They've been here before. This is like they've been hanging out with uh, Gwen for almost four years on Halloween week. That'll be and a flashback with you. Yeah, but at the same time, them going, being able to go to the mall for the first time because Gwen figured out a glamour spell because, you know, Miles is blue. He has a blue tint to his skin. And it's like, it's hilarious how they're having fun. That was a cool, that was a cool bit of lore, by the way, the blue tint to the skin. Also him him being like, yeah, the Dracula book's actually super accurate. None of the movies are, though. Um, yeah. And she's um, like, wait, is Santa Claus real? Oh, no, he's fake. He's a human fiction. Krampus is real, though. Yeah. That's a Christmas I love. I really I really another sign I want to highlight is the maze because at the end they go to like the corn maze. And then and the 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 sign that I, I for some reason just really like is like uh 62 whole acres under that. It's big. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't probably can't realize how big 62 acres is when you just read it. It's really big. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. really big. It's big. It's, it's pretty damn big. Um yeah, I think I think like the again going back to like the skater motif, I think one of my favorite things about it is that Gwen uses her broom like a skateboard. Mm -hmm. Uh that's one of my favorite things is that she rides on it in a skater style. And I'm like, oh contextually this really works. So like it makes sense that she would do that. Um I love her. Or the the arc of her getting the grimoire, um, getting her broom to fly, all that kind of stuff, and then building all the way up to the end where it's like, hey, it like doesn't really matter um, the if the wand doesn't work that well because you just like summoned a big shield out of freaking nowhere. Yeah. So mm -hmm. like uh, the magic is definitely in you, so you can just do this. And I love her like just improvising it. Um, all of her spells that are rhyme that she makes up are really fun. Like the very beginning yeah. one. Hold on, I gotta pull up. It's a dancing, the dancing skeleton one. I loved it. It's a uh, skeleton, skeleton, bones and plastic. Bust a move, you'll dance fantastic. Uh, and that I wanna, I just want a tattoo on my face. I love that. Um, I also just love, how, like in the beginning when she's there talk when she's talking about how she made a new wand, and they're like, "Oh, what'd you make it out of this time?" She's like, "I had to use it on my old skateboard." And they all have like a like a salute to uh, Gwen's old skateboard. And Axel like, Axel Otto was the name of yeah, the skateboard. Yeah, yeah, Axel Otto. Um, just and even when she because. 
that, that, that picture of, of the kid hugging his cell phone turned frog. And the frog is even fucking it back. Yeah, the frog, the frog is reacting. I love the humor in this book. I love things like, man, I can't go back, like, I can't go back home with a frog instead of a phone again. Yeah. Again? Again. <laughs> again. <laughs> what do you mean again? Um, yeah, I, I love that kind of stuff. And also, like, that that promotes Hero to, like, confront them and be like, I'm going to send you back to hell, you servants of the demons. Also, fix my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and, the, and then when 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 they're holding when B is holding the 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 wand to like turn it back turn the frog back into a phone, and then they're just like, "Don't move, we'll shoot." And he's just holding the frog. <laughs> uh, this this is the my favorite panel. Halloween is forever. Yeah, like it's not Halloween yet. Halloween is forever. Yeah, and then I... uh, in that in that same page, um, you can't catch us. We have the power of the devil and anime on our side. Oh which is god, like, I... rip off that old vine of the power I of god love... and anime. I'm like, I this is just a, this is the person who's young enough who can still write kids, but also old enough to know a bunch of meme content. Like it's right. yeah, it's perfect. It's perfectly. Uh, written. What I don't know why, but one of my favorite panels or one of my favorite moments in this book is when they were all in the house haunting the seniors, and the, one of the girls like bonks. She bonks herself on with her frying pan. Oh, and yeah. then of course, and then Miles just takes yep. it up, just licks it, goes, mm, "Be positive." Mm. Uh, also, I wanted to go uh, back to the teens who go into that house. Um, was your guys' read the same as mine, which is that those were two queer couples? It seems I, I, I thought yeah. so. Yeah, what yeah, about, yeah. That was my read as well. Yeah. At the the when I first saw the girls when they would go when they went off on their own, I thought, oh, okay, they're they're queer. And then the jock and the other kid, I was like, are they? I, either the way, jock is, the jock is like being protective and looking after the same way you would write it if it was him looking after a female mm-hmm, companion. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I think that was the intent. I think the intent is that they're both two queer couples. And like, um, and yeah. it's like, just it, again, like just kind of like throwing out the like typical expectation and norms. Um, mm-hmm. I think that was the intention. Yeah. I think uh, was, it's yeah. not overt enough for me to say for sure, but like that, that was the vibe I was picking up. Yeah. Yeah. Which I like, I thought that was fun. Yeah. I just love this whole book. Yeah, I do too. It's like, it's a it's a really good time. The uh uh the the summoning at the end with you know you either have like the the, the scarecrow man or the giant pumpkin worm, uh, both really great designs. Oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. We think we're gonna have like, another like I think a big confrontation is gonna happen with this the, with this the scarecrow man just gets eaten up by the pumpkin thing. Love it. That was... Nice and easy. Oh, I yeah, know we've also... been talking. Uh, if, if I may, really quick, we, I know we've been talking a whole lot about the story, the characters, and everything. I want to highlight the art because, as Mark mm-hmm. said, Moss Lawton wrote and drew this this art is fantastic like i said earlier that this reminds me of a disney or a nickelodeon cartoon and they completely deliver on that vibe like uh ryan when you showed us the page when she just points to halloween is forever it's like i could just see that being animated and this oh it's a very it's a very it's a very invader zim pose yeah very much so and i absolutely just love this art um uh, lawton's art style and i want this turned into a cartoon um we're probably Um, not gonna get it but i just would love this as like a short animated special i i wanna i wanna quickly um obviously moss lawton did did the artwork and, and wrote it and it's incredible um the colors were done by victoria harris um, I know Sparks highlighted the colors earlier, um, and I also want to ex- exemplify. The, I think the color design in this in this book is is really really good. Some of oh, the most yeah. standout I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I thank you for doing that. Uh, yeah, because it, absolutely, like the art is stunning and the colors are are 
so powerful. Um, I think mm -hmm. the colors work really well. I, I think uh, uh, this was a note I was going to bring up anyway. So when um, we're doing the uh, her banishing the pumpkin patch worm, uh, which is really great. Uh, that that Beetlejuice looking thing. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. she, when she's casting the spell, like you're getting a green overlay on her. And I'm like, I don't know if her, necessarily the intention is that her skin is turning green when she's using a spell like this, like but certainly like it's playing with the idea of the lighting, making it look that way. And I sure. think that's really fun. A really good use of the color, like, you know, her reverting to classic witch style appearance for something that powerful. Absolutely. I also think it's a really good use of the one swear, be gone, you bitch. Um, they say damn. They do say damn. And like, it, what I love about it is like, this is something I'll remember the rest of my entire life. Uh, hey Arnold, uh, they said the word crap in it. Oh once. yeah, yeah. And I and because of Hey Arnold, I said crap in front of my mom, and she took that like I said, "Go kill yourself, woman." Uh, like she was very anti. And then I eventually grew up, and she stopped caring about that stuff. But like this, like kids' books, like yeah, like kids swear, and like they think it's cool, and they get away with it. And I'm like, that's cool, yeah, because like it's not like they're like dropping f bombs, but like. I think it's it feels really natural. Like this is really naturally written for being extremely like a, a weird book, which I, I super love. Uh, also, again, like going back to humor and stuff, I really love when they've got like the the demented scarecrow after them, and then the word <laughs> eats it, and yeah. Miles is like, "Hey, one less problem." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that one down. Hey. <laughs> he even does uh, the finger. He goes, "Hey, yeah." yeah. Sorry if I've been if I've been if I look a little. I was try, for a little while. I was trying to find Moss Lawton's social pages because I just want to find them and just praise them to high heaven about how much I love this book. <laughs> now, yeah, it's really, her hair. It's I don't want to call myself out too much here, but her hair is pink. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's that's quite cool. I wish I could have seen that. Yeah. Uh, it it looks really good. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I I think that. All the designs are really, really strong. Um, I really loved also like just the tiny bit of the story where I was like, I would also enjoy just a lot of this, which is um, normal, casual uh, monster teens, magical teens find out that other teens are doing the stereotypical, we're going to go check out the haunted house. And they're like, oh my God, we're going to screw with them so hard. Yeah. yeah. We're going to screw with them so hard. And they really do. And I think it's a ton of fun. And then it's like, oh shit, we summoned a real ghost. <laughs> but then again, also not really a problem. No, not for, yeah. not for them, but yeah. definitely for the humans. Yeah. It's like, it's like a nightmare when they encounter yeah. Esther. And then uh, like when Esther's just in her, in her mirror, she's like, you put a binding spell on me in my own house. And they're like, wait, what happened? She's like, I'm not going to tell you shit. And then she's just like this grumpy neighbor who just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's a great ghost design. Uh, yeah, uh, Esther's a really great ghost design, but like you've got the blood dripping down from the walls as she's shrieking from the, the mirror. Dryer. And those teens are just like, oh God, it won't budge. We can't get out. And then uh, she's like, um, uh, this... Uh, leave now or perhaps the afterlife will show you kindness that I will not. And then uh, Kyle's just like, you got it, boss. Never coming back. <laughs> I might come back. Hazel, no. <laughs> I, I like Halloween now? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I like you know spooky? Hazel, like when Hazel's like, I might. And they're like, no. It's like, a, it's like no, bad, bad girl. Don't. Oh, yeah, she gets possessed for a hot second. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they knock Gwen uh, back into the mirror, which puts a what's the back say? Learning to become a witch is hella difficult. Hella difficult. That's cute. Mm -hmm. Halloween. Uh, yeah. Uh, I could I could sit here and praise. One last thing, I just like uh uh B's family of um 
festive like the dad who's super into it just has all the kids working all the different angles and apparently like has halloween shit everywhere in this town mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um including his own house which like i can't truly fathom the scope of um mm-hmm. it's only your fire too yeah uh i i love it i think it's it's such a such a fun spooky little book um perfect for young ones to get into the the oh. halloweeny vibes and uh, uh, again like we've gone over it captures that teen voice so so well uh one of my favorite jokes is um every halloween hero thinks he's he's jack zaggins host of ghost scramblers and that's making fun of zach baggins who's the the, the, the silly host of all those ghost hunting shows uh he hosts uh, a halloween like pumpkin carving competition show and he's like he just like phones it in on a tv he doesn't even show up and it's like you're an awful man. I hate you. But it's really funny. Make fun of him here because he's, he's uh, silly. The bee's dad reminds me a lot of this family who lived right by my elementary school growing up. And every year for Halloween, they did a haunted house. Like it was a hundred percent free neighborhood haunted house. And it was scary as in they did not mess around they were like oh no we're going all out and it was awesome because it was a free neighborhood thing the sign was up and like the week of halloween they're like haunted house they have the hours the line was down the block and it was a it was a thing people all around my neighborhood would go to their house just for the haunted house just to experience the haunted house that's gonna be I, I remember day. I remember going to houses like that when I was young is it, they're they're great. Like when you have the opportunity, the means and the passion, it's really cool when people do that. Um, and clearly Maslan has experienced that uh, and wanted to replicate it here and like has that passion for this spooky time of season and honestly oh, love it. You know what? this remind there's a video game, a great video game. Uh, called C- Candy Quest. I don't know if you guys ever Costume played it. Quest. Costume Quest. Thank you. you. Then you know it. Yeah, that is a game where you dress up as kids for Halloween, and then the town gets invaded by like ghouls, and you become the costumes that you wear. So like you, you are the Statue of Liberty. Then you become a giant mecha Statue of Liberty, or you're like a knight. You become a giant knight. Uh, that's like a turn a turn based role playing game. Then uh, it's awesome. They made two uh, Costume Quest games, and I, I immediately got the vibe of that from here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You. That's so good. That is yeah. that's uh that would have been like the best Halloween game for me to play as a kid because oh. I cannot tell you how many times where I dress up as something for Halloween. It's like, man, I want to be the thing I am for Halloween. It's a sick, uh, sick. That's like a three sixty era game. Missed that. Love it. Also, it's a super, it's a super minor thing, but like the idea of calling the people who come from the Hallowlands first, calling it the Hallowlands, then calling them Hallows, I think is all just really cool. That's great, great Halloween spooky time lore stuff yeah uh Maslon did a really great job just integrating that kind of stuff yeah and i, I, I know i brought it up a couple times but like i i the ending of like you see oh the little pumpkin who, who left the friggin' hole in the universe <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing gets past my seal if there's a rogue hallow i'm gonna be pissed uh and like he looks he reminds me of like sam from uh from uh yeah, uh, yeah i got uh, the same vibes a little mm-hmm. bit just a little like a little nicer uh, um it's right for a sequel material yep. When I was reading this, and I don't know why, because when I, I was just laying down on my bed, it was it was a lot. Um, I was laying down on my bed, and then when I was reading it for a second, I was like starting to fall asleep, and then I, I you know sat back up and finished reading it. But as I was reading it, the first time I read Hallows, I read it as Hollow, and I was like, mm-hmm. Bleach, where's he so, go? <laughs> so I won't. I I I obviously I haven't checked every single post from Moss Lawton, but I I hadn't seen anything about a sequel, and it's also possible I wasn't looking too much into it because I wanted to read the book. Yeah. But I will say because I own the copy, if you guys want to look right here. There's a nice little number one, one. Oh. at the top of the book. So, so just in case. 
Who knows? There you go. Hopefully. Uh. I, I think it's been received very well. Um, it's the right time of the year for it. Uh, it came out just mm-hmm. a couple months ago. So really, really happy about this. Really glad that you guys enjoyed it so much. I think it's just a killer good time. It's a perfect um, cap to the Halloween season. Yeah, I love yeah. this. I love the vibe of it. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. a ton of fun. It, yeah, it really is. To me, this is like one of the... It's a fun Halloween book that you just want all the vibes of Halloween. And really, it this is one of those books where... It's a, I, I really can't describe how this book makes me feel because it's all the stuff of Halloween that I wanted and loved as a kid. It's the the spoopy vibes that you have some terror. It's like it's fun. It's Halloween. You know what the what you know what this is? This ben, is Halloween. It's a warm fun. cup of cocoa. Might yeah. I recommend to you Scooby Doo? <laughs> <laughs> just just a suggestion. Maybe uh, like a um, you really want this particular vibe? Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost. Okay. Um, if you really want this particular vibe, Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost, okay. uh, which is one of the yes. best. One of the best. Is that yes. one of those you gave me? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Uh, yeah. But if you want to watch the best Scooby Doo movie, you watch Zombie, Zombie Island. Island. Mm. That's Zombie Island. Like, if you want to, do, if you want to do, they're they're kind of kind of in an order because they're like their own continuity thing. You do Zombie Island because that's when, like, the first time they encounter real monsters. And then the Witch's Ghost is also a real monster thing. And so, like, you go from there. And then and then after that is Alien Invaders. And, like, it's good. It's not great. Okay. Cyber Chase is all right. Cyber Chase is solid. Cyber Chase yeah. is solid. You would really like that one. Do you know the premise of Cyber Chase, Ben? You told me the really? premise of Cyber Chase. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, basically, that's a four set of films. They're all solid Scooby-Doo films that were done in like their own continuity at that time. So you start at Zombie Island, you go to Witches, Ghosts, Alien Invaders, Cyber Chase. Uh, Cyber Chase really brings everything full circle. Jinkies. Yeah, Uh, Brandon, in particular, I'm really I'm really thrilled that the characters in this and everything really worked for you and connected with you because, you know, uh, it's Halloween. So um, the fact that like even past all that, like all this was something you could get down with and enjoy. Really excited about that. Um, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's Ben's turn next time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it is? I do not, unfortunately. All right. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Um, I was so... having so much fun reading this one that I completely forgot it was my turn. And then uh, now that you mentioned it, I'm like, oh, shit, what do I pick? We got time. Yeah, we do. We have some time. Um, yeah, so stay tuned for that. Obviously, the club's coming. There's archives, tons of archives you can check out. There's, of course, Waste of Space on the docket. We'll return to Volume 5 of that uh, any, any week now. So stay tuned for all that juicy, fun stuff. Um, guys, the Spooktobers, by the time you're watching this, are probably on the way out. But Basement Arcade Spooktober has been going like Mad Men. Uh, Sparks has been furiously uh, at the computer. His his fingers now bony stumps um, mm-hmm. getting those uh, uh, basement arcades out there. And we could not be more grateful. I wish I had a skeleton arm prop that we definitely have in this house somewhere on hand. So I could have just held it up. <laughs> here, just wrap your hand around here. <laughs> he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a hand anymore. <laughs> your hands are see-through now. Yeah. Um, I'm hollow man. <laughs> It's me, I'm hollow man. If Ben, if Brandon is the uh, right amount of high in the morning, that skeleton arm would have really thrown off. Um, so that, so, the, but uh, guys, spook, 
the spooky season is all over Spooktober for Basement Arcade. Basement Arcade's tons of things, tons of things you can check out. Some Five Nights at Freddy's, some uh, Dead Space, some Evil Dead, the game, uh, Dead by Daylight, Choo Choo Charles is most recently up at the time of this recording. Um, I'm sure I missed tons. There's a lot. By the time you, you got, you got like the most recent stuff. By so. the time Halloween's over, there will be two dozen videos out. Yeah. There you go. Uh, check it out. Uh, please check out all those out. Uh, greatly appreciate that. Uh, there's plenty of other shows you can check out on this channel. There's one arcade pause, many animation station, yada, yada, yada. A lot of that stuff is uh, strike prohibited. So please go to our website at FicknerPodcast.com to check out what is strike prohibited and what is not. And you can find links to where you can subscribe to them, where you can follow them, um, all sorts of things uh, there. Um, and until so, so that's that. Of course, you can also check out our T Public and our Patreon if you'd like to support us financially. Uh, that's also on our website, which is also linked below. Um, everything, everything you can find everything linked below. Um, it's, it's all there. We make it pretty easy for you guys. Um, you can also check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Victor Podcast. I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. I also write for atomicgeekdom.com sometimes. Ben, where can people find you? Well, they could find me spooping it up at BenMaggot27, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Threads. And you can also find me writing for Old School Gamer Magazine, Fusion Gaming Magazine, GoNintendo.com. And if you can't get enough of the spooky goodness, go check out my uh, D&D-style real play podcast, D&Dark, where I play Mary Frankenstein. Speaking of Scooby-Doo, by the way. Oh, yeah. Our um, our Halloween special, Call of Cthulhu-Doo, the first part, because it's a Patreon special, the first part of it is now up on the Dean Dark um, audio feed. So if you subscribe to the Dean Dark podcast, you also get the first part of that, but only the first yeah, part, because if you want the rest of it, you gotta have to subscribe to the Patreon. Tell I get you. Uh, cool. Have you guys listened to it yet? I am almost done with it. I was... Oh, uh, it, it's very funny when you hear everyone introduce themselves <laughs> as who they're playing. Uh, um, Sparks, I can find you. Uh, you can find me uh, knowing in my heart that Halloween is forever at Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter, S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. And Ryan. You can find me keeping the spirit of Halloween alive all the time at DJ Tony Snark all over the internet. All right, guys, so that'll do it. Like this video, subscribe to this channel, subscribe on all your podcast of choice, rate and review. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, until next time we see you guys, stay Buy this book. Buy this book. I just want to know what are we gonna do. This There's, is Halloween. No, uh, I was gonna say, "Holy shit, Sparks! It's freaking Spooky Month!" But it, it's Spooky Month is almost over, so. <laughs> <laughs>